Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Hey, girl, hey. Welcome to Taste of Taylor, my weekly podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker of the live daily talk radio show, The Taylor Strecker Show. So here's the deal. On my radio show, we're like married up in there, okay? Yeah, like till death do us part. Or until you want a divorce. Totally up to you. But this podcast is where we date. Yes, you date me. You like... You get to know me, you try me on, you feel me out, and this is where I get to woo celebs, tastemakers, and influencers into falling in love with me. Anyone who knows me knows I'm like a professional social climber. And yeah, I wear that title like a badge of honor. But for real, my favorite part of being in the radio industry for 12 plus years is getting to meet interesting, inspiring, and exceptional people and getting them to talk about the pettiest things in the world. So if you love real talk with a touch of happiness and a ton of laughers, then you're in the right place. I hope you enjoy this little snack. Hey, girl. Hey, welcome to another episode of Taste of Taylor. It's my weekly podcast. Today, I feel like so many of my listeners are going to be like beyond excited. Oh my God. That's Dare so nice. I say, have orgasms and the underpants. Oh, you face me. <laughs> because I have Jackie Schimmel with me today. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. Oh, you said it. I'm so impressed you said it. I thought you were going to hold off on me on that one. No, I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Jackie and I, this is like long overdue. So yes. for, for for what, months, years now? I don't know. It feels like it's been a hot second. And I feel like this podcast is going to go a million different directions potentially. For sure. We're either going to become best friends mm-hmm. or worst enemies. It, it's a 50-50 <laughs> shot. I'm not entirely sure. So you have an amazing podcast, Bitch Bible. Yes. You fucking chart all the time and I'm super jealous of you. Thank you. What the fuck? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> By the way. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure how or why I think everybody is fucking nuts. <laughs> I listen, my ears bleed, I want to die. Oh my God, isn't listening to yourself the worst? You know what, I'm like so, I say things that are so just not okay, not socially acceptable, and not even like like bad shit, and I have no repercussions, and people keep listening, and I, I it's great. I don't how? Know what the, how do you do it, girl? I just blame Tourette's. <laughs> That's something I get in trouble about all the time. People oh. are very sensitive about Tourette's. Are they? Apparently so. I haven't gotten those emails. I actually have an enormous Tourette's following. Really? No. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I technically have Tourette's. I swear a shit ton. Same. And I have a blinking problem. 
Tourette's. Oh my God, I have like this eye twitch that's reoccurring. What? Yes. Okay, so this is why we're either going to be best friends or we're enemies because we're the same person essentially, but you're way skinnier. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you are buttering me up. Girl, you know I am. I know, I know the way to my heart. So I'm just going <laughs> to talk the way I want to be spoken to. Do you? Thank you. It's working. So I feel like, okay, and this is the thing too is that, so I've been, I've been in audio, radio, whatever, yeah. for a minute, but podcasting is like a new entity in the audio world. Like when I when I was coming up, it was like satellite radio was like, like the new shiny toy. Yeah. And then I learned about podcasting through my friendship with <laughs> Stassi Schroeder. Ever heard of her? Uh, I have. And she has been telling me <laughs> that I would love you and, and we're going to be versa. best friends me too. for a very long time. I know. She She's endorsing this, this what's happening right here, this yes. friendship. Yeah. But she's a little nervous. I'm not going to lie because she's scared we might fall in love so much so. She fucking should be. Do you know how long I've wanted <laughs> A lesbian friend. <laughs> yes, I was just saying this to my manager. I was like, you know what? For a while, it was everyone needed a gay, right? A gay man. man. I got that on lock. Yeah, but the the new lesbian. That's this mm. is a brand new trend. I am. I am. You know the uh, Yorkie, if you will, to Paris Hilton. Yes, and I am I recruiting. Will be, I will I will go in your purse. You I can will, carry me around, Ella. <laughs> Thank you. I'm <laughs> someone that likes to check every box. Yes, you know what girl. I mean? Yes. I want to be diverse. Yeah, girl. I'm, so much so I got divorced from a man and started dating a woman. By the way, so fascinated by <laughs> the whole thing. Committed. Obsessed with it. Like, have a million questions okay, for I'll you. Okay, I'll answer all your questions. I love to talk about myself. I, I like to deep. <laughs> okay, great. Wait, let me just ask one quick question because yes. I don't do small talk. I just want to deep dive. Deep dive me. Okay, so would you say that you are bisexual or are you full lesbo? I so hate the word bisexual. Okay. But I am. You are, because you could... But I don't know. I really hate dick. So, girl, I'm... You know what I am? So you're a lesbian. I'm confused. I am. I'm gay and I'm confused. Listen, love is love. You fall in love with people, not genders. I'm I'm still working it through. Although I would... I cannot imagine going down on a woman. This is the thing that I guess makes me a lesbian. Because, like, like I'm telling you, I would never... Okay, but here's how I'm going to explain it. If you... Okay, dicks are are awful. I don't mind them. Do you, but do you like love a dick in your mouth? I've never. No, of course exactly. not. Exactly. Okay, so take that like like logic. Okay? okay, sure. And apply it to being a lesbian. It's like I don't love. You know, no one. And, and like, I was like, do people love eating butt? No. Ooh, but some like, people do. <laughs> I know true. a guy. That's true. I know that's a guy. True. I can't even look at How him. How do the you same know way. him? He's a friend. Did he eat your butt? Uh, you betcha. <laughs> No, but he probably wishes he could. I'm sure he does. Yeah. But that's the thing is I just think that, like, like sex in general uh-huh. is disgusting. Okay. So it's just, you know, when you love someone so much, you will do the disgusting thing Here, to make them happy. No, here's the kicker, yeah, though. Really here's about. the kicker. No, you're a lesbian. This is the kicker. Because if I fell in love with a female, yes. we would just be really good friends. No, but that's okay. You can Like, I'm a- not trying to finger bang <laughs> my friend. I hate that. See, I don't do that. I think that is the dumbest thing in the world. Okay, so maybe you're just like... I think I might be asexual. <laughs> that's what I And I just give in every now and then, you know? Like a lot of my straight friends. Right, right, right. So I think, you know, I think it's more about, like, I'm going to say the sexual spectrum, but not the way that people think it. Like, not like, well, some people are a little gay. Some people are, like, super straight. And some people are, like, in the middle or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's sexual spectrum in terms of just, like, how much you like sex, period, and a story. Okay, right. So I think that there's some people who, like, love to be nasty. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, gay yeah. Gay or straight. And then there's That's people true. who are kind of asexual, and then there's people like regular people that are in between. You know, like, And then there's lesbians kind of like, like you. Because <laughs> you're definitely, I think you're a lesbian. I just can't imagine, as a female, I just love the female body, think the whole thing, but like yes. not trying to have that type of relationship with a woman by the way can barely spend too much time with women in general <laughs> have you ever been on a fucking bachelorette party i to blow my brains out with all the estrogen like we're all thinking cycles fuck off and die oh i'm God. never going on a bachelorette my girlfriend party. and i just sanked cycles oh there you go and i feel very connected see we're red tenting that's beautiful <laughs> thank you it is shark week at your house <laughs> <laughs> i I'm obsessed with you. Don't I, worry. I won't fall in lesbian love with you. Please do. I would love that. <laughs> so when I came out to Stassi, guess, she, guess what her question was to me? She was probably offended that you weren't into her. <laughs> you know her so Or like, did, well. did she turn you? Was it her? She was like, so did you ever have sexual feelings towards me? And, and I was she like, was, no. And then she was pissed. And then she was like, that's so fucking rude, Taylor. I am beautiful. Totally. And I am so worthy of you having a crush on me. And, a big lesbian crush. I know. But yes. Alas, I didn't. So yeah. yeah. Okay. So we're both friends with Stassi. We're yes. both in audio. We're both fucking funny. Hilarious. Um, and so, <laughs> but so this is the thing is that I think we're going to be best friends. I think we've determined that. I feel good about I'm this. I'm vibing with you. Yeah. Um, but I will say I am, I'm, the jealousy is real for me. So somebody who works I worked at Sirius for, God, 11 or 12 years before they brutally fired me on Oof. a Saturday with a phone call. Um, but, you know, it was weird being at Sirius because, like, Sirius was all smoke and mirrors. Mm. The salary was bullshit. Mm -hmm. But everyone thought I was a gazillionaire. Well, I was also married to a rich guy, so that helped, too. That's great. It was, that's the really, that. Highly know, recommend, ladies listening. It's really not too Unless shabby. you're a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> and then you gotta leave it behind. <laughs> if I was real smart and had no soul, I would have just like had my girlfriend on the side. We would have kept it a secret. For and sure. then like we would have stayed married and he would have supported our lives. Did you sign a prenup? Oh, yes, girl. Did I ever. But it mm. wasn't the worst prenup in the world. I, I actually. I reasoned with him, like, why do you get something that makes you feel safe and makes me feel scared? Like, I think I should also feel a little safe with this prenup. Totally so agree. So we worked it out. Did you have to sign a prenup? No. What? Fuck no. You give a good blowjob. Probably. <laughs> or he's just scared of me. I No, I would never. It wasn't even a conversation. Was... So I, you're, you have a rich husband, yes? He's very successful, yeah. Was he that successful before you got married? Um, when I met him, when I started dating him, he was slinging baby back ribs at a wood ranch. Okay. Not successful. Had like five different jobs, this student loans. is why you didn't have to sign a prenup. Yeah, so I was with him during the come up. And that's the way it goes. Mine yes. was like rich through his family. No, no, no. This is not the case. My husband was a bagger at age 13 and a Subway sandwich artist and a barista. There's, oh, girl. No, you no, did no. It right. Yes. This is the way to do it. So he attributes his success to you, to me, and this, my support. This is what my mom and dad have. He mm -hmm. was a poor boy from Boston, mm -hmm. went to Harvard, went pre med oh, so that he could Jesus. get her. Oh like yeah, that, like that. That works. That works for them. So yeah, I. That, when you get them when they're already rich, mm. it's, it, you're signing prenups. Everyone Slippery. thinks you're a gold digger. It's 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 yeah. It's 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 not a good situation. Yeah, I lucked out. You did, but yeah. yeah. So okay, so I was rich. You're still rich. Jealous. Well, I know, what's rich even mean? I don't know that I'm rich, but you know, I have a nice. Do you get nervous every time you have to go to the drugstore? 
about how much the, how much it's going to be. No, I do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? You should just go to the self checkout and just scan the lowest price item for every other item. <laughs> just steal. Just I, that's genius. Pull a Winona. <laughs> So there's that. Then there's also, okay, so I'm an audio forever busting my ass doing early morning radio, right? Yeah. Like I have to wake up, like, I have to set an alarm clock, Jackie, an alarm clock. Sucks. Wake up before the sun rises. Nope. For years. No. For years. And then my friend Stassi starts to do this little thing called podcasting. <laughs> yeah. And the next thing I know, she's working for 45 minutes a week, yeah. making fucking bank. I know. And I'm like, I need to get into this thing called podcasting. So what made you get into podcasting? Because I was watching from like, like I was like the little girl in You Is Kind, You Is Special, You Is the Help. Yes. I was her banging on the window like, let me out of serious. I want to do a fucking <laughs> podcast. So they fired me and here I am now. Okay. But I'm a little late to the game. Not too late, but a little late. No, not too late. Um, It's actually a really weird story. I was a receptionist at like an investment bank. Stop. Just, uh, I mean, the worst, but also the best job ever. They it would is. not fire me. I was praying <laughs> to get fired. I wanted severance. It was a huge company. Didn't work. So um, I started writing like housewife recaps, like really scathing housewife recaps. And somebody from Watch What Happens Live, the executive producer, Stop. somebody read it, invited me on Watch What Happens Live. I was a fucking receptionist shut the fuck up swear to god Wait, they, this was on a blog you were writing this Ugh. yes and it makes me hate myself <laughs> so much i had one too it still oh, technically exists it's so dark i know girl especially knowing that it took a lot of effort and i could just talk and bullshit for 45 minutes right? and then have it actually be really lucrative which people don't understand everyone in my family thinks like i don't work i don't make an income <laughs> but i want it you know that's fine i'll just stockpile and just waste all my money but um so I went out to New York and I was like, I have the stomach flu. Meanwhile, I like went on live television and my boss was like, what, why are you in New York on fucking TV? Like, what the fuck? Stop! Operate, operating like full side business while I was receptionist. Then they started a digital department and they said, we want you to host a podcast. I'm like, what the fuck is a podcast? Right. Well, I'm not equipped to host a podcast. <laughs> I'm a receptionist. Like, what the fuck? Never done, like, zero interest in stand-up actress obviously supermodel on the side but not really <laughs> like I was just trying not to work at all yes zero aspirations it is the dream and I feel like I've kind of like tapped into that a little bit um and that's how I started a podcast oh my god <laughs> yeah and you, I mean quit my job and I was like when I'm you, gonna when were you like this podcast is actually a thing I'm making money it's a business oh. and I'm good at it um I thought that like probably like a year and a half to be totally honest. Yep, it takes a minute for podcasts to really get some traction, right? I got lucky and had you know the this big company behind me booking me great guests, but like you know it, it didn't really matter till like a year and a half. Ads are the thing. Ads are the thing. Ads are the thing. And then having someone that negotiates like great ads for you, my company now is fucking amazing. You're with Dear Media. Oh, they are sensational. You love them. I love them. I'm never leaving them. They're never allowed to get rid of me. <laughs> I'm, yes, locked and loaded. Okay, yeah. and then how did you become friends with Stassi? Through the podcast. Oh, isn't that the best part of the job? The best. I know. So, yeah, she got, uh, we, like, had a social media friendship, and then. Wait, tell me about that. I want to know every, <sighs> see, you're my competition. You're the, oh, okay. you're the East, Co uh, you're the West Coast me, or I'm the East Coast you. Well, I think you've known her longer, so I'm probably the West Coast you. <laughs> Thank you. Respect. Yeah, so, you, so you've got that. <laughs> I have geography on my side, though. Yeah, you fucking do. I do. Um, <sighs> she, we started, like following each other on 
I don't know, Instagram or something. And then it became like a very, you know, like hush hush, like a little double tap here, a little double tap there, a little slip into the DMs. Uh Uh-huh. And then she came on my podcast and we were like instant. I was like, she talked about shitting herself within five (laughs) minutes. I was like, we're cool. Because you never know. I've been watching, I watched Vanderpump Rules and just like ripped it to shreds before I met her. Wait, did you hate her? Because I was working, when I interviewed her for the first time, I'd watched season one. Season one Stassi is a different type of Stassi. By the way, season one Stassi is my favorite Stassi. (laughs) Like when she's real bad, Bo goes like this to her. Season one. It's like, amazing. He's like, don't go there. Don't be season one Stassi. See, I loved season one Stassi. I, um, no, I always liked her. I thought she was great for the show. It was just everybody else. I was like, what the fuck is going on? I, I would just, <laughs> I just, ri- but her too. I ripped all of them apart Oh yeah, I was somewhere. ready to destroy her. And then she was like, I love your radio show. And I was like, well, now you've won me over. Compliment <laughs> Done. me. So, exactly. That's all <laughs> it fucking takes. And that's basically, yeah, how we became friends. Yeah. Oh, samesies. Yeah. She's just the fucking best. Isn't she? She's like wonderful. I know it's a good annoying. Loyal friend has your back. Is there for you? Great sense of humor. I know. Doesn't get easily offended. Nope. Just like a champ. I the only weird interaction I had with her, and she might not even know that I felt this way. And now I'm sharing it with you, which is like super super Ooh, bitchy. Phase one complete. <laughs> Sorry, Stassi. But. Um, she was staying with my w- with me in New York during Fashion Week, mm-hmm. and she had hired my brand new girlfriend, right? Post divorce, mm-hmm. brand new girlfriend. She was one of the only people that even knew I was like hooking up slash dating a girl, and she had hired Taylor, also mm-hmm. Taylor. Um, Convenient, I know, gay, gay um, and narcissistic. <laughs> <laughs> so narcissistic. So hired Taylor to be her photographer, videographer, but which meant that Stassi has only plus ones. I mean, it's fashion. It's Fashion Week. Yeah. And so I was like the third dope on the side. I was I was third wheeling it, and it was so uncomfortable. And like the person I loved wanted to be with, not Stassi. Yeah. Um, no, but the people I loved wanted to be with. I was like had to be separated because of business reasons. And I got like a little jellyfish, and I like cried when she left. And I was feeling all sorts of strange and confused. And you- I was mad at my girlfriend, and I was like, "You took Stassi from me," and I was mad at Stassi. You took my girlfriend from me. I was mad at both of them. That is some first world problems. You should not. <laughs> by the way, just a hot tip as a, as your new best friend don't share that in mixed company because no one will feel bad for fashion you fashion would like almost ruin my relationship with a famous person to my girlfriend oh my god I was like fashion week third wheeling I'm like okay I'm so sorry but that was literally the only time we ever had like any sort of weirdness and it was a thousand percent all on my side that must have been really hard for you <laughs> Jackie I had no one to talk about it with I'm really glad I had you I'm not the right person <laughs> You wouldn't have indulged me? No, probably not. (laughs) Because I love you enough to just not even fake it. Hey, doll. I just want to take a quick break to give a shout out to one of our sponsors, Smart and Sexy. So we all know that confidence comes from underneath, especially when you're wearing a comfortable and well-fitted bra. You're going to look and feel so good. That's why Smart and Sexy designs fashionable pieces aimed towards comfort with features like soft cups, Comfortable straps, that's huge. Support where you need it. And my favorite feature, side and back smoothing. There's nothing worse than seeing a picture of yourself with that back and like, like back and side bulge. Blech. Well, anyway, they take care of that. So thank you, Smart and Sexy. Oh, and also, this is amazing. So their bras come in over 50 sizes, which is great for all. And this is unbelievable. They're all under $24. 
How do they do it? Well, I don't know, but they do. And right now, Smart and Sexy, the company founded by and run by women, I love that, is offering Taste of Taylor listeners 30% off your first order. Just go to smartandsexy.com to find your new favorite bra and get 30% off your first purchase with promo code Taylor. That's T-A-Y-L-O-R. That's smartandsexy.com, promo code Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R, for 30% off qualifying purchases now. And now, back to the episode. Okay, so Jackie, tell me about the first time you shit your pants. It hasn't happened yet. Uh, what? No, it has not happened yet. I have a lot of digestive issues. Uh-huh. Just in case That's anyone was... Oh, hi. Hello. Lovely to meet you. I have a lot of digestive issues. That's the first <laughs> sentence I fucking just said. I, like, seldom go. Poo? Yeah, I have a lot of issues. Let's I went talk this, about this. Well, I went this morning, so I'm feeling alive. And ju- Did you weigh yourself immediately after? No. Oh, I always do. It's my most fun game I play with my body. It's like a chemistry set. No, I used to do that, but then it just like got really dark and real, and I was like, <laughs> holy fuck. Like, I definitely have a tapeworm or something. Um, so I have a lot of problems in that region. Yes. Um, yeah, primarily constipated. Never shot myself. Ever had hemorrhoids? No. They're a real dream. Trust me. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, you've sit in the bathtub with salts. It's terrible. So I've never shot myself, but I feel like when you have, I don't know, testicles hanging out of your asshole, it's kind of like the well, same thing. So I would know if I had <laughs> hemorrhoids, right? Um, you would absolutely know. It's not even a question. <laughs> okay, because I was talking about it with a girlfriend. You're like, like, am I a hermaphrodite? And then you're like, oh, I just have testicles in my butt. Okay, no, no, no. Then yeah. I've never had them. Congrats. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much. Does that make me more appealing or less appealing as your new best friend? More. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Okay, so the gross stuff you like. You can get down and dirty. Because there's a lot of people that don't like poo talk, and I don't, quite frankly, understand those people. I don't either. It's, first of all, what's that book? Everybody poops. Yes. Unless you're me, and it only happens once or twice a week but whatever <laughs> does yeah. that make you feel inferior or superior it makes me feel inferior yeah pooping yeah. daily is like a gift from god and when i don't do it i stress about it so much and yep. then i like and then i get further constipated because i'm so stressed about the state of my bowels you're gonna get hemorrhoids for sure for sure cool yeah you're on the road to the roids i mean i've been i've been on the road <laughs> for so long and they just haven't you know i get my asshole bleached and waxed why i don't why? know no i'm not nothing no, it's both both because they just offer it so i just say yes okay i'm gonna i'm gonna share something that i've never shared before please you. you're just opening me up i do this so i got brazilian waxes forever because my friends bullied me into it like any normal red blood american girl right um and they were like ew you're so gross that you like have any hair at all down there get it all taken off like you're a fucking 12 year old it is a little it's yeah so perverted it is it kind of really weird is. so i started to get like my brazilian waxing and it's just the worst so i did gears of that so they if you don't if you haven't had one god bless your soul mm. um but they wax your butt without even telling you yes well that's how i got into the the butthole wax right. and i was like there's hair there and also oh it doesn't hurt as much as the vagina oh my god it's like disneyland comparatively speaking <laughs> right any it's day like, of the are week we at the butt yet are we at the butt yet and then you can finally like release your sphincter as it's being waxed, <laughs> which is so weird because you would think, you know, yes, you'd so be clenching. As uh, as a as a former Brazilian waxer, yes, um, I no longer go because it's just utter torture and it's too expensive. And mm-hmm. you know that now that I'm a lesbian, I'm poor. <laughs> um, I when I got divorced, I was like, can I afford keels? That was my number one concern. <laughs> Creme decor. If I can't afford it, how will I live? I might as well just kill myself now. Uh, the answer is I can kind of afford it. Right. <laughs> but I okay. had to stop waxing my vagina. It's, you know, it's an unnecessary luxury. But because the butt got used to being waxed, 
there's hair that grows there now. And mm-hmm. I don't know how to shave my butthole. Get your girlfriend to do it. <laughs> so, I mean, she actually would. But mm-hmm. with the roids, you know, girl. What about a like a... Uh, that I would like to keep in the dark. What about a little nair? A little you rinse know? off? <laughs> I don't know. So, I'm thinking... Is it like so gay man of me just to go get my butthole waxed? Because that yes. I can handle. Nope, that's weird. It's not even, <laughs> by the way, it's not even on the fucking menu. Can you imagine? Yeah, is there a butthole waxing place? No. I have to go to a, 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 a gay guy place. I yeah. have some gay guy friends I can ask about this. Can you imagine making that appointment? Like, <laughs> oh, I need to get a waxing. Oh, Brazilian. No, just the sphincter. Like, they were like, no, no. So, no. I have a hairy butt hole. And you know what? There's hair there for a reason. It's probably going to keep out bacteria. Mine's becoming like, like, g- like girl long. Like, oh really? I'm. G- I could start braiding it pretty soon. Like, there's a bush baby. <laughs> it's like a rat tail. Cute, if you will. You yeah. could do a little pony. My butt's like white trash. You know what? <laughs> it is what it is. So what? So yeah. So then there's that. Still want to be my friend? Yep. Okay. It's all check. We're all checking. It's all fine the by me. What could I say that would make you be like, I hate you and never want to be your friend? Ooh, so many things. Like if I walked, <laughs> so, many so many things. Um, like if I walked into your home and you had like a wooden plank that said like live, laugh, love. <laughs> <laughs> or like dance like no one's fucking watching. Yeah, no, you don't have um, if So basically y- if my house was home goods. Yeah, gather, <laughs> wonder, dream. Anything like that I kind of can't fucks with. Um people who don't I mean people who don't cuss, I can't really oh, handle. God, right? People are like, I don't really watch TV. Like, okay. What about people say I don't like Bravo? Oh, dirty, dirty liars. Have you watched it? <laughs> Um, okay. Like you don't like anything on Bravo? I know, right? There's su- that's such a variety. Exactly. Even my husband, who's like, ugh, I can't stand this. Yeah. He gets down. Yeah, that one over there, Taylor, other Taylor, she does that too. Come but on. she loves Ramona. So you <gasps> like the housewives. I love Ramona. She Explain is, yourself. Okay, she's the hero that none of us deserve. <laughs> she is like... There's something so fascinating about housewives in general, but especially like the New York housewives, because they're all like, they have these great lives. They're so turbo. More happens in one episode of The Real Housewives of New York than seasons on seasons of other franchises. I have a theory as to why this is. Why? It's not mine. I'm stealing from my girlfriend. Here it is. Okay. All the other housewives are distracted with kids and husbands or boyfriends. Mm-hmm. Those bitches be single as fuck. So true. That's what it is. I think you're so right. So they're, they're so wrapped up in each other's lives and yeah. the bullshit because they, that's all they have is each other and their friendships. But they're all also just like the most self-aware, delusional, unaware people. It's like this, it's this like juxtaposition of being successful yes. and and very like, um, what's the word? capable but also being just completely isolated and so out of touch with reality like Countess Luana Ramona Singer and Dorinda Medley and Sonia Morgan <laughs> and fucking I can't even pin, like all of them are unfucking believable Dorinda I know my favorite Lou live laugh Lou <laughs> burlesque what the fuck it never ends it and the and the oh god the products and Ramona is with her home renovation in the Hampton, I can't. I could just keep going. And Who's grind. your favorite? Oh, of all time. Of all time. <sighs> whoa, whoa, whoa! I mean, for a while, I think I have an affinity for Vicky Gumbelson. That's really thank un- you, 
God. So unpopular to say. Yes, I love you for it. Is Miss Piggy. She Blade was correct. Layers on layers fine. on layers. She always is light, fluffy, and fun. Okay. She weathered a cancer scare and she's still back twerking in her monokini, <laughs> getting a facelift. <laughs> monokini. She's fantastic. Dorinda is fantastic. I love Bethany. I'm a big Bethany girl. You know, I have a hard time hearing that. That could be the thing that breaks his friendship up. What's I what's about Bethany? Have and you ever met her? No. Okay. Then you're allowed to like her. Don't meet your heroes. That's what they Don't tell you. Don't meet your heroes because they will always ruin it for you. She was such a fucking bitter bitch. Really? I brought up her boob job, which was a storyline at Jill Zarin's Hampton's house. Remember that when she was talking about her boob job? Yeah. I thought it was such fair game. She acted like I asked about the color of her clitoris. It was like she was so furious with really? me. Really? That I would go there. She was like, you know, it was a breast um, lift, not a boob job. And I was like, we're going to get to specifics. What's the fucking difference and she was just so weird about it and then like it got really like cold and quip like like one word answers with me mm. and i was like such a fan and i was afterwards i was like i hope i didn't offend you i'm like a super fan she was like then do you want your book signed and i said no Ooh, bye, bye girl so and so i waged a bye war. girl bye bye girl bye i waged a war on her but you know what bethany is too big for me to wage a war again so now i'm back enjoying her as bethany on the show but mm. it's hard. It, it's it's hard for me to like her. Yeah, you lifted the veil, uh, Dorinda. I will say too. Um, every fucking time I meet this bitch, okay, mm-hmm. which is, has been twenty times. So now it's just to see her. Mm-hmm. She's like all up in Stassi's shit, and she has uh. no clue who I am. I'm like Dorinda. I've met you like twenty five times. It's yeah, so deeply insulting. But she's great. But though. she's drunk, right? Um, so she's not remembering. That's what's she's, going on. She's having a good time. Yeah, she's, she's all the time. All the time. Giovanni. Um, least favorite housewife. Uh, ooh, ah, you know, I'm gonna. <laughs> hmm. I'm not gonna go for the like low hanging fruit, like the Lydia's and the Peggy's of the world. Right. I think a, I'm gonna go for like an OG, like a pillar. Lisa Vanderpump is my least favorite. Oh, holy shit. There's so... Bombs dropping. So much in that statement. Yes. Why? I think that she doesn't keep it authentic. Ooh. I find her Ooh. to be... Uh, I find her to be hypersensitive. I think she dishes it but can't take, can't take it. I find her Agree. to be manipulative with storylines. Um, she's not my vibe. She's wow. not my fucking vibe. I don't like the purple shirts. I don't like the embroiderment. I don't like the fucking bedazzled candle holders with the Florida lees. <laughs> I don't like the fucking swans. I don't like the crushed velvet. I don't like her mirrored bed frame. I don't like any of it. I don't like her wispy blow dries. Wait, do you not like Lisa Vanderpump? I don't like Lisa Vanderpump. <laughs> I think she ages herself with her outfits. I hate yeah, her purses. How old do I you hate think her. She is. Okay, sh- she's only like fifty. Or 57. I always say that she's 70. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> not, I mean, not cool, right? I just, she's not for me. Girl, mm. you're blowing my mind. I really feel that way. So, <laughs> should we edit that out? Just kidding. Nope, absolutely. Nope. Not. It I'm, stays. Stand by it. It stays. Wait, real quick. Yeah. And you can keep this in, but can someone text Stassi that we're going to be late for lunch? Because this is our life. Mm. This she'll is get it. She'll, she'll, She's always prompt too. She is the most on time person, and it stresses me the fuck out because I am. I'm. I'm actually shocked our friendship has survived my late tendencies. See, I'm never late. You're not. No, no, no. Yeah, in fact, you were early. I'm always early. And then you got to sit in on, on one of my meetings. Yeah, that was a doozy. Thanks for that. You're welcome. <laughs> 
we just know each other so well at this point. I was just fully participating. <laughs> it's fine. Whatever. Um, also, question. Yeah. Back to the, the competition over Stassi. Mm-hmm. So um, do you ever spend the night at Stassi's house? Because I do. No, never. <laughs> uh-uh. I don't sleep over at anybody's. You wouldn't do that, would you? No, I don't sleep over at people's houses. She actually makes me stay over when I'm in town. Ugh. And says if you get a hotel room, I will be mad at you. Yeah, see, I don't share beds with people. I don't stay over at people's homes. Why? I don't share hotel rooms with friends. Why? I just like need to hibernate. I require solitude more than uh, stimulation. So okay. I need to like go back into my cave. We call it Anne Frank in it. <laughs> That's going to go over really well. Um, no, I just I like to be alone and like bunker down. Totally. I really don't need like any outside force. I could go months without speaking to people. I am so with you. For this real. Is, I, so it, I, the struggle is real for me to find friends because a lot of people, you know, think that you have to talk to your friends. And I don't understand people like I'm that. I'm not into that. No, <laughs> at all. I'm not into like, and I'm, I'm with you. I'm not into bachelor parties. I'm Ugh. not into your wedding either, really. Okay, y'all. It's time to say hey, girl, hey to one of our awesome sponsors, Zola. Zola is the wedding company that is reinventing the wedding planning and registry experience to make the happiest moment in a couple's life actually happy because it's not a pain in the patoot. Zola does this by combining compassionate customer service with modern tools and tech all in the service of love. I'm telling you their tech is I wish this was around when I was planning my wedding. Luckily I'm divorced so I have a chance to plan another wedding and use Zola and I will. Zola is the easiest way to plan your wedding and registry. So you get a free wedding website. Love it. Your dream registry. Affordable save the dates and invites which is awesome because normally they're outrageously expensive and easy to use planning tools. And Zola makes it easy to personalize your favorite web design with all your wedding details. And I love this, an FAQ section also helps address those awkward questions that you don't want to answer. Like, can I bring my kids? When the answer's like, no, you can't, they're annoying. Or, oh, my favorite, most annoying question, do I have a plus one? It's like, yo, bro, if it's on the invitation, the answer is no. Ugh. People are so rude, but luckily Zola does the dirty work for you. And the Zola store has the widest selection of gifts at all different price points. There's something for every guest to give. This is also awesome because if you're registered someplace too expensive, it makes some of your family members feel weird. They can't afford it. So Zola fixes that problem. And oh, I love that you can register for guests to contribute to things that you want, like your honeymoon or, I don't know, a couch fund, or maybe even a down payment on a new home for you guys. It's actually totally up to you, and it takes away that weird, like, hey, give me money for the things I want thing. Zola, they fixed it all. So join over 50,000 couples who have used Zola to start your free wedding website, and also to get $50 off your registry on Zola. Go to Zola.com, that's Z-O-L-A.com slash T-O-T. Again, that's Z-O-L-A.com slash T-O-T. And make sure to use that T-O-T to get that $50 off and so that they know that we sent you. And now, guys, back to the podcast. Oh, God, everyone gets married and the whole <laughs> world stops turning. It's like, by the way, statistically, you're going to do it again. So. Right? This right? isn't. This is like the biggest day of my life. Is it really? That's so sad. Fifty percent of you will end in divorce, and I think it could hover at sixty these I days. I'm so with you. Also, so like, what are fucking your relax. On babies. You know, some are cute, some are not cute. <laughs> I'm probably gonna push one out eventually in a couple years just to get it over with. Do you, are you gonna do just one? No, 
I'm going to do two. What are your thoughts on only children? You know, I always thought that they were assholes, but then I have a lot of friends that are only children that are actually like the best listeners. I know. Because. They want siblings. Because they they really know how to interact and like hold conversation better. Because they're used to being around adults. Yeah, so they're kind of like very even-keeled, stable people. But I would like to have two just to see how it goes, see which one boy, I like better. girl. I'd like a boy and a girl. You like to pit them against each other? A hundred percent. Make them fight for my affection and approval. <laughs> fuck them up real good. Fuck them up real good. <laughs> yeah. Do you, I, I See, my plan is to have one. I okay. only have one because I live in New York City and I live in a studio apartment, so that's all I can handle. Right. Prop, get a bunk bed, prop them up on top of you. If I can't afford to like shop at Zara at least once a month, I'm going to mm-hmm. hate my child. You know what I'm saying? Totally. So I need to make sure that like I, this is like an affordable thing for us. Yeah, you don't want to resent it. I want a, I want a boy and I want mm-hmm. to make it gay. Now that's Ooh. a statement that's definitely going to get me in trouble. By the way, uh, <laughs> just ship me over to New York because I have a history. <laughs> Not really, but like I feel like I could be the girl for the job. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Explain. You know, I've done it once. <laughs> I could do it again. You should talk to my ex-husband. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Wait, how, tell me the story because actually this is one of the biggest things that I – feel bad about in my mm. life which is crazy because I have no soul and I have no conscience wait you feel bad for your ex-husband that that you left him for a woman well I left my ex-husband because his family tortured me really and you know what how about well we, we'll say it like this it takes two to fight right so I'm sure that takes they, two to tango takes I'm two to fight sure gotcha that they have their side of the story that's yeah. not true right. my side of the story is the truth and now side. that you've come out as a lesbo they, they've they oh, got they all love the, that oh the, all the my, ammunition my, my mom was the most pissed about that she was like she was she had a hard time with the whole like oh you're a lesbian now thing mm-hmm. but her number one thing was like now they get to say it yep. was because you were gay the whole time which is not the case no, right we did not get along with the family and I we were constantly horns locked and it was just a fucking nightmare and then did your husband back you up or did he back his family up because that's really important he did a lot of backing up of his family he works his family company Mm, pussy moves yeah so but I mean that's the thing it's like but I also understood the position he was in yeah but that's pussy moves you always you back the one you're with well if you want to stay married exactly you back the one you're with but I think it was you know I I got to a point where I was like I don't think this dynamic's ever going to change the only thing that's going to change is going to like do like like cause major havoc in his world Mm. And I don't know that we're that in love that we should even go down this path. You know, yeah. what, I, you know what I'm saying? No kids involved. Clean, clean break. So I was I, and I said to him, what makes you happy makes me miserable. That's amazing. And what makes me happy makes you uncomfortable. He just was like a little uncomfortable. I was straight up Miz. Mm. So I said, and neither one of us should have to forfeit our, our happiness. So let's just get divorced. No. And I kind of feel like relationships should be easy. Yeah, I mean, listen, there's going to be ups and downs. You're going to fight over, like, you know, you're sharing lives, so that's difficult. Yeah. But, but like, well, my therapist said, mm-hmm. I love a good therapist. Oh, I don't have one. Oh, girl, you f- I feel like you are so therapy-ish. I can self-therapize really well. That's a compliment, by the way. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. I didn't even say thank you. So I'm rude. <laughs> this is why you need a therapist. I'm fucking rude. But it's worked out so well for me. I don't want to lose my, I don't want to lose my viciousness. No, 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 no. I just think, but you seem very happy, so I don't think you necessarily need a therapist. I, I don't think I need one. You'll probably need one when you have kids. You know what I always say, because people are like, everybody needs a therapist. Here's the thing. Yeah, I, I'm one of those people. Nobody loves me more than me. So anything that's good for me, I would jump, chomp at the bit. See, this is the thing is nobody hates me more than me. Mm. 
Okay, mm. so you need a therapist. So I need a therapist. I yeah, I genuinely don't feel like I need one. I I feel pretty like chill. But if you were in a position at a point in time in your life where you did need one, I would go for it. I'd be the heartbeat. first one banging down the door because I want to keep my shit together. I think right. it's a good thing. So let me impart my therapy experience, upon please, you. please. Okay. That way you don't have to go to therapy. Okay, I'll great. just fucking pay for it. Great, and I'll just translate it to you. Okay. So you said for in a relationship, a successful relationship, of course there's going to be fighting and all that stuff. Duh. So for every negative exchange, there needs to be like four or five positive exchanges. Mm-hmm. And so I looked at my marriage and I was like, oh my god, we have like we have one positive exchange for like every four or five negative exchanges. Ooh, those are not good ratios. Not good ratios. So that's, I mean, so I knew we had to be done. But I always worry about him in regard to like, I wonder if I had, you know, divorce was inevitable for us. But mm-hmm. me dating a woman afterwards, not inevitable. Curveball. <laughs> I thought I was going to find another rich dude. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm furious at myself. Yeah. How did I let my heart destroy all my dreams and plans of St. Bart vacations? Yeah. And Chanel bags. Ugh. And PJs. Ugh. Oh, that was that was in your lineup. We had a PJ. There was a there was a PJ. In the Whoa. Family. It wasn't like our hours, but it was like. But you flew private. Can I be honest? Yeah. I didn't like it. I was like, I'll take a first class seat on really? a commercial airline. But this wasn't like a good. This wasn't like um like a Lala's boyfriend PJ. Okay. This couldn't fit like that many people. You know. Like oh. Some of us like someone had to sit on the toilet. You know. Ooh. That's a gross, shame. <laughs> disgusting, nasty. That, that's the real reason I got divorced. Yeah, a obviously. Disgusting private jet. Well, that's valid. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I do worry about him, like. Oh, God, he must get picked on so bad by his friends. Because his friends already picked on him, you know? Like, Oh, my God. And they're like, remember when your wife left you for a woman? Oh, I feel so bad. Because I really do love him. He was like, he's a really great guy. Like, he's going to make the best Jewish husband to a girl that his family actually likes. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he's he really is. I... I think he's such a great guy. He's a mensch. And Aww. so I know. So I worry about him because I'm like, God, did this like, is this going to fuck him up for a really long time? No, that I I'm think with a he's, woman? I think he'll be okay. Okay. But you, you turned a man gay? Well, not really. <laughs> I just have been told that I'm like a gay man. Okay. In a female body. You are actually. I have a very, but like, I have a very gay man sensibility. Yes. Like a certain breed of a gay man. Mm-hmm. And my best friend, Max, um, we met in high school. He had a crush on me. That's like how we became friends. I knew that motherfucker was a flaming mo from the <laughs> second that I met him. But because I'm a good person, I just let him live out his heterosexual facade of a life <laughs> for how long years oh my god Isn't years painful to watch painful i was like really you want to go to the britney spears pop-up concert okay max really the barney's warehouse sale okay <laughs> really and how's your girlfriend doing i mean come on it was such a joke but i just went with it because i was like you know all in good time and then when he came out to you were you like <gasps> by the way he called me he goes Hey, um, I need to tell you something. I said, what, you're gay? <laughs> so sensitive. So sensitive. <laughs> and he was like, how'd you know? And I'm like, um, because I'm not fucking Helen Keller. Because I have <laughs> eyes, ears, I have a heart rate. Everybody knows you're fucking gay. And then the people are like, See, I'm so surprised. Are, are you kidding me? <laughs> that's the other thing is like, I don't think everyone knew knew I was gay. Everyone knew I hated dick. Mm-hmm. But gay, ah, uh, no. No. 
But now I'm really like, I'm, I'm really committing to it, you know? You are waving that rainbow flag, sister. Yeah, I'm going to get a tattoo on my cheek later today. Uh, can I go with you? <laughs> sure. Friendship tattoos. I'm going to get one on my ass. You'll get one on my <laughs> waxed ass. You can't get one on your ass because there's too much roughage. <laughs> Let me be clear. Yeah. The hair on my butt is not on the exterior, okay? It's interior. But if you're just not, <laughs> if you're not bent over and you're standing erect, can you see hair in your butt? <laughs> Certainly hope not. Take a photo. Taylor, let's ask her. <laughs> she loves me so much. She would seriously, if I had a butt hair that she could braid, she would like gladly braid it. My husband would do that too. It's, That's love. Like when you find someone that loves you so much, like the fatter I get, the more she loves me. And it's like the craziest thing to me because like the more I hate myself, the more she loves me. That's so beautiful. I know. Thank you. That really is. That's like a great, great dynamic. I want everybody to get to have love like that. Although yeah. I think it's kind of rare not to be a bitch and be braggy because I yeah. feel like we're both sitting in this like position. no I know yeah because like well, hey, what percentage of people <laughs> this is gonna make this is gonna make people hate us more than anything we've said the whole time yeah what percentage of people who get the kind of love that we get oh oh right I know and I don't really but you know what I never really talk about my husband but I gotta tell you I kind of think that I nailed the fuck out of it how did was it intentional or did you just get is it, I think it might just be luck right I swear to god it's just like I don't deserve it I'm a fucking nightmare <laughs> Wait, I'm awful. Are you like the best version of you for him or does he like love you flaws? No, and all? I'm completely 100% myself all the time. Raging, psychotic cunt. <laughs> and he does not give He thinks it's hilarious. You take it out on him? Uh, you know, the thing is, I take it out on him, but I'm also like his a really huge support like celebrate all of his successes he's yes. kind of a low-key guy uh -huh. very self-deprecating almost to his own detriment like yes. humble to a fault and I'm like waving everything he does like fucking pom-poms and <laughs> confetti like so genuinely like in awe of how talented he is oh my god this is like the nicest thing I've ever said I love this these are like nicer than my vows <laughs> I'm gonna play this for him I'm so like in awe of how talented he is and oh. how humble he is. Oh. So like he appreciates me for that, and I support him. And he's got you know he's a in music. It's it's a rough go. Yeah, and you know thank God it worked out. It, he could be slinging fucking you know onion rings somewhere, but but he's not. And if he were, would you stick around? No. <laughs> No, I mean, just being honest, I probably wouldn't have married him. <laughs> You'd be like, fucking loser. For sure. Get out of here. Listen, I social graces are not my thing. What do you want from me? Self-awareness is all that matters in this crazy world we live in. I always say that. Yep. It's so true. And on that note. Yes. So, conclusion of the podcast is... I think we're best friends. I think we're fucking best friends. Okay, great. I'm so excited about this. <laughs> me Jackie too. Jackie Schimmel, thank you for joining me on Taste of Taylor. Thank you for having me. Make sure to check out Jackie's podcast, Bitch Bible. You don't even have to because she gets like so many listeners and she's trying so much. Thank she... you. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously you should because she's fucking hilarious. Thank and you. And I really respect what you do, honestly. I mean, you, I am now... After so many years of being in radio, I really look to your podcast as an inspiration. Now I'm going to get like super corny and weird, but Thank I really you. am genuine. I love your monologuing. It's, it takes such immense skill and talent, and um, mm. I'm going to copy it and fucking steal it from you. 
Go for it. <laughs> I mean, please be my guest. Uh, but really, Jackie, you're the fucking best. I'm so happy we finally got to meet. Me too. And uh, hopefully you'll be back on Taste of Taylor. Anytime. In your future. Girl, Anytime. thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Uh, check out Jackie. Follow her also on social media at Jackie Schimmel. Or don't. Don't do that to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and follow me at Taylor Strecker. And make sure to subscribe, share the show with your friends, your family, your mom. Moms love me. Oh. Um, dads yes. like me, which is so weird too. I think it's a lesbian thing. For sure. I'm very in, I'm very on trend right now. So like, just please share me while I'm still popular. Like my people. <laughs> You know, because we, we will, like those, like, Yorkies, we will go out of style. Yeah, you will fade into the distance. <laughs> and the ass will be fucked. So yeah. right now, i got to strike while the iron's hot. And, uh, yeah, Taste of Taylor. And, of course, if you love what you hear here, you can always subscribe to my radio show. You can get two full hours of me daily. Whoa. <laughs> uh You guys, we'll be back next week with another Taste of Taylor. Bye. Bye. Did you enjoy this taste of me? Want more? Then go to taylorstrecker.com and sign up for my daily talk radio show, The Taylor Strecker Show, and listen live or on demand.